stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. That's right. Afternoons on 770 CHQR. The show is called Afternoons. Therefore, I own the word afternoon. You all must stop saying it. <laughs> it probably wouldn't fly. There's a lot of talk this week about trademark law. We had the conversation yesterday with Blanco Cantina, restaurant here in Calgary, and the uh, letter they got. Very surprised to see it, a cease and desist letter from Taco Time Canada. You see, some 20 years ago, Taco Time Canada trademarked the phrase Taco Tuesday. But it's become a pretty common phrase. Uh, Blanco Cantina, like other restaurants, uh, they've been using that. In fact, Blanco Cantina has been using it since uh, about three years ago to promote their half-price tacos on Tuesdays. So it's got a lot of people talking, and our conversation yesterday certainly got a lot of reaction. How can a company trademark something as innocuous as that? It's a pretty common phrase. Well, and it, it raises some interesting questions about how trademark law works and how enforceable some of these are. Because even Steve Nickerson, who's a VP with Tonko Time Canada, admits that it's hard to defend this trademark. Yeah, because you see it in uh, you see it in movies from the states. I think it's a Lego movie. They have a reference to Taco Tuesday. You see it on sitcoms in the U.S. They sort of so people do think it's generic, right? But I guess technically it's not. So I wanted to get some more clarity on on how this all works. Joining us on the line, very pleased to welcome to the program uh, Bill Stemp, who's with uh, Stemp and Company uh, as a lawyer uh, here in Calgary. Bill, thanks for making some time for us. You're welcome. All right, so uh, trademark law, I mean, the, the idea here is is what? what? What are we accomplishing by registering and protecting trademarks? It allows the owner of the trademark to grant exclusive licenses, for example, for who's allowed to use the trademark anywhere in Canada. They can grant the licenses or decline to grant them as they wish. If somebody wishes to register a trademark, what, what do they have to demonstrate? You can file an application based on past use of your trademark, uh, or you can file based on your intention to use the trademark uh, within the next three years. How unique does it have to be? The best trademarks are words that are coined by the people that are applying, words like Kodak or Xerox or Kodak um, or Kleenex, rather. Um, or you can take two very common words like Taco and Tuesday and combine them together because of the combination being unique, that's why they were able to register that two-word trademark uh, 20 years ago. Right, because, uh, you know, like, I mean, as I said, tongue-in-cheek at the outset, just because this show is called Afternoons on 770 CHQR, I wouldn't get very far if I tried to trademark the word afternoons. Actually, you probably would be successful. The word afternoon is not generic to a radio um, show or to a radio station, so you may very well be successful registering it, yeah. Yeah, and, and, you know, going through and, and reading some of the, the trademark claims that some companies own and some that have been denied, uh, like McDonald's tried, tried to trademark uh, just the MC prefix, uh, that was denied, things like that. But um, there are a lot of trademarks maybe people would be surprised by. Do you get the sense, I mean, does the, does the system come down, does it err on one side or the other, err on protecting uh, companies' intellectual property? Does it err on the side of, of protecting, you know, freedom of speech? Yeah, generally, on we are on the side of protecting the intellectual property. You'd be very surprised by some of the trademarks that uh, are being allowed or have been allowed. Uh, 
So even though people are surprised by this Taco Tuesday story, it's uh, it's certainly in keeping with, with Canadian trademark law. There's nothing especially unusual about that trademark. No, but the combination of the two words, the two very common words together, that, that combination was deemed by the trademarks office to be uh, acceptable and to be uh, unique, so that's why they would have allowed that. Now, obviously, people weren't aware of this. The restaurant in question wasn't aware of it. I think a lot of people hearing the story weren't aware of it. So if a company notices that its trademark is being violated, that another competitor, another business is using a phrase that they've trademarked, what what typically happens in a situation like that? Our uh, clients, for instance, would ask us to do a search on something like Taco Tuesday. I would do a search. I'd tell them, no, it's not available. And then they'd go and pick something else. But you have to be thinking as a client, you have to be thinking, or a business, you have to be thinking, well, maybe perhaps this has been registered as a trademark, so I better check it out. Um, many people don't know to do that or don't even realize that's, that's something they should be thinking about. Right, so it, it would fall to, to the trademark holder to notice that someone else is using it and to take action. Yes, the government doesn't enforce the registration of trademarks. It's entirely up to the owner of the trademark. And, and the problem with something like Talk of Tuesday it has become very widespread. So in terms of trying to enforce that or stop it from being used, that would be very, very difficult for Taco Time to do. Right. So I guess the next step then would be, as we saw here, you send a cease and desist letter to the company to make them aware that, look, you're using our trademark. You need to stop doing so. Right. Or give them the option of a license agreement where they'd be allowed to use it, but subject to payment of license fees or royalties back to Taco Time. So in the event that they fail to stop using it or to, to set up a licensing uh, arrangement, what would be the next step? Uh, the only next step would be uh, a lawsuit. You have to be, the owner of the trademark would have to be suing for uh, trademark infringement. And how do they determine damages in cases like that? Uh, very, very difficult. Yeah. It's, um, generally, they look at things like the, the loss of reputation to the trademark owner. They would look at uh, data any regarding any lost sales that the trademark owner may have suffered or they allege they've suffered. Um, plus, there's there's a penalty component as well. If the the party that's infringing on the trademark um, is made aware of it, they're warned and they continue, then the infringement is deliberate or intentional or knowing, and in that case, the court uh, will double or triple the damages compared to what they would have ordinarily done because the, the trademark infringement is not inadvertent. Uh, or accidental, right. it's it's deliberate. Yeah. All right, very interesting, Bill. We'll leave it there more at stemp.com. Appreciate your insight on this. Thanks so much. You're very welcome. All right. Uh, Bill Stemp uh, with Stemp and Company based here in Calgary, a lot from uh, focusing on intellectual property law, patents, trademarks, etc. Uh, so that, that's, I mean, that's how it works, right? There, there's a reason why trademark law exists. There's a reason why companies get these trademarks protected. And so there's a process in place to deal with it. What's tricky for Taco Time Canada in, in a situation like this, maybe 20 years ago, Taco Tuesday was really not all that common. And so they were able to get the trademark. Now it's become ubiquitous and it falls to the company to have to run around and try to find out who's using it. Right? There's no enforcement agency that exists. There's no trademark cops that, that go around looking into this. It's up to the trademark holder to find the people who are, are using their trademark. So, yeah, that, that puts them in an awkward situation.
But as Steve Nickerson with Talk of Time Canada says, look, we did this and we did this way back in 1997. It's our phrase. I understand that Taco Tuesday uh, is, a, is trademarked. Uh, we have to protect our, our business and our franchisees who are small business owners. We have 130 franchisees. And that's one of the uh, selling points of owning a Taco Time is have the exclusive rights of, for Taco Tuesday. So that's theirs. But I mean, there have been other instances. Facebook has tried to trademark the word face. Twitter has tried to trademark the word tweet. Uh, some years ago, Donald Trump tried to trademark the phrase, you're fired. So there, there have been some weird ones. Uh, there's been an ongoing dispute. There was anyway, up until recently, between Apple and Amazon over the term App Store. Harley Davidson wanted to trademark the sound of revving engine at one point. Subway tried to trademark the term footlong. So, yeah, there, there are a lot of these claims out there, and some of them are successful, some aren't. And so there, there needs to be some criteria, obviously. Why, why do you need to claim this trademark? What ownership do you have over that word or phrase that makes it uniquely yours? Our number here, 403-974-8255. we got a lot to get to in the program today on this Valentine's Day. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.